Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hello, everyone. This is Dama Aktikin with A Drop of Om. And it's another episode of Conversations with Healers. And I'm so excited because I have here uh, with me um, someone that I'm really excited to talk about. Uh, this is Claire Stone. She's an international psychic reader and spiritual teacher, um, founder of the Angel Mystery School, as well as the best-selling Hay House author. Um, there's a lot for us to dive in, <laughs> Claire, <laughs> and you've seen my notes, but I want to ask you, um, like, I know that there's a particular um, story about you about the age of 14, but give us a little bit of a background of like why and how you came here and, and how you came to do what you do right now. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for having me here today. Um, so I have always seen angels and spirit as a child, um, but I was brought up a Christian and my family, they didn't like the things that I used to say when I could predict things and have out of body experiences. They actually thought, they used to call it devil's work. They were really scared of my psychic abilities. Um, and they kind of made me a bit afraid of them myself with, you know, the conditioning, if your parents are telling you that this is bad and, um, so I developed around age 14, I had chronic anxiety and agoraphobia, and I couldn't even go outside the house. I was like this for 18 months, up to two years, um, but I was totally undiagnosed. I didn't have any therapist or doctor, even um, my parents didn't know that there was something wrong with me. All I knew was when I stepped out the front door, I felt physically sick and over overcome with fear um, so I started to I actually started to get a little bit angry with God and it this is my Christian background and I used to like say to God come on God why am I cursed why have I got this rubbish life and I can't go outside and I was so curious and always asking questions and I think that's why I've received so much from the angels because I'm always asking them questions. Uh, so one night I was at my wit's end, I'd really like had enough. I was just fed up of feeling anxious day and night. And I asked for help and an angel called Ariel, Archangel Ariel, came to help me and she started setting me tasks little tasks what to do each day to desensitize myself to this agoraphobia. So one example would be go and walk to the bus stop and come back. And then after doing that for so long, it's get on the bus for one stop and then come back. And this process went on and on 
um, and after doing all these tasks with Archangel Ariel, um, I, I became totally cured of this anxiety and I was that inspired because I truly believed that I would never ever recover from it because I didn't understand it, I didn't know what it was. And I was that inspired that I decided that I wanted to help people to recover in a holistic way without medicine like I had done. So I went to college, I trained up as a holistic therapist, aromatherapy, reflexology, but my psychic readings kind of just kept taking over. Um, and I only actually stopped giving healings a few years ago so that I could write my book because I didn't have enough time to do everything. So that's a little bit about my background. So uh, when you, so you were 14, it seems to me though that at that age, like you, you were saying you, you knew how to ask, like, was that something that you read somewhere that you learned or was that just in you to talk to something outside? I mean, close to you, but you know, yeah, to you. It, it was just in me. Um, I mean, I'm a Sagittarius, so by nature, <laughs> I just want to know everything about everything. Um, but the, the positive side of being brought up a Christian was um, talking to Jesus, because even though I'm not a Christian, don't regard myself as any religion at all. I believe in all the, um, the ascended masters, but I learned to like pray to Jesus. So I always had that uh, ability to know how to pray and how to ask, but it wasn't from any books. I never read any angel books. And what was quite strange is the vicar of our church, which was Protestant, he didn't even like angels. And he used to tell me that speaking to angels was bad. Mm. Interesting programming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the other thing I see, and you already mentioned you have, you were a curious person and you wanted to know everything about, um, it seems to me not just this thing that was happening to you at this time that was uncomfortable, but also of like, what else is out there kind of thing. And um, you were trained in herbalism, aromatherapy, Reiki, crystal therapy, um, and ritual. So um, was it easy for you or was there a progression to you owning your gifts in a way that you use them now? It was very difficult as a child because um, the adults around me were trying to suppress my gifts and convince me that it was evil to communicate with spirits or angels. So that was really difficult. But when I was around 14 and I had this agoraphobia, I actually, because I, I felt like I was pushed to the brink, it really was the dark night of the soul. And it was like, God, I cannot live like this anymore. This cannot be the meaning of life. I knew in my soul that there was some kind of purpose, but I didn't know what that was. So, and I think that's why I was a bit angry with God. I wrote a bit about that in a new book that I'm writing and it's called God is in the bad books. Well, it's in a joke, you know, but it was because I didn't understand spiritual law at that time. I didn't know how things worked in the universe. Um, so, yeah, I just went to college and did all my training and then everything just started opening up and deepening. And I, I've been pushed in at the deep end from the beginning. So when I did this training, this was 
nearly 20 years ago and where I live, no one did holistic therapies back then. No one was interested in yoga. You know, you'd have to travel to the city if you wanted a massage. You're a witch if you used essential oils. It, you know, that's what it was like. Um, so then when it started to get a bit interesting, people were coming to me asking, can you teach this? So I ended up teaching at the college. And at that time, I wasn't even a qualified teacher. But because I knew the therapy so well, they allowed me to get my teaching certificate alongside as teaching. So I've always been pushed into the leader role within what, what I've done with the spiritual stuff. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about like, how do you experience um, archangels? Like, is that something, is the image something you see in your mind? I know there are different kinds of clairaudience or, or seeing intuitively, like how does the experience occur for you? Okay, so, well, in my book, I've written that angels appear to us in a form that we can perceive and what we feel comfortable with. So when I used to see Ariel, she could appear in different ways, but at first she used to appear in a humanistic form. Um, so she looked like a, a beautiful woman made of energy. Um, but this... It wasn't just mental mediumship, so it wasn't something I just seen in my mind. It's called physical mediumship, when you can physically see something. So I will see angels in both of them ways, either mentally in my mind or, or physically. Um, a lot of the time an angel just looks like pure energy because that is what they are. They're not humans. They are rays of light, but they will appear to you. So I was only 14. So if I see an array of light in the room when I've been conditioned to think, oh, well, this is evil. So I think that's why she's manifest herself to me looking that way. So when, um, and it's, it's very interesting to me because I kind of want to, um, one of the reasons I, that I do this podcast is I kind of want to normalize these things. <laughs> right that we just like you're talking about there's so much fear around into intuition um seeing receiving information like what if i receive the wrong thing or or whatever um so um i like that you're describing so you you could be seeing something in your mind versus or you could be seeing something outside of you um and we're of course not talking about mental health issues but this is something uh, that occurs in the human experience that we can access um, and benefit from in our daily life. Which brings me to, uh, you also talk a lot about, um, and in your book you mentioned this, um, the distinction between male and female energies of angels and archangels in particular. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, my book is called The Female Archangels. I'll just show the guests the cover with the Venus rose on. And in truth, angels are androgynous. And that's one of the first things that I say in the book, because there's no such thing as women and men angels. It's all about energy. And every human being has masculine and feminine or yin and yang, whatever word you want to use to describe that, no matter what your gender is, we are made up of these polar opposite energies you know, the yogis, the masters, they've been teaching us this for thousands of years. Um, however, we are 
the descendants of a patriarchal society where the woman has been, um, you know, men are better than women, men get more pay. I don't need to go into that big, that's a massive topic in itself. Um, but because we've had this patriarchal past, the feminine has been suppressed on all levels and on a spiritual level. And even within men, because if, again, we're going back to masculine and feminine energies. So when boys have been raised and been told things like, don't cry like a girl, this, all this conditioning has left at, to me, when I received the feminine archangels, that felt like the missing piece of the puzzle energetically. So we've received, we know a lot about the masculine, the archangel, archangel is a masculine word. The feminine word for archangel is archaea. So I feel that these angels of the divine feminine, the angels of the goddess, they're moving forward now to us, accessible, available, so that the whole planet can dive deep and reawaken their own feminine essence, which is, like you said, the intuition, the inner knowing, that is the feminine. We've been programmed to get ahead, keep striving, competition, that's all masculine. But now we're moving into balance, it's, you know, the, the new golden age, the age of Aquarius, and we need to maintain that balance now. And it's nothing to do with gender, it's all energy. I love that. So, um, and I was reading your book last night, <laughs> which I love, I love it. Because one of the things you do is you have a lot of uh, practice suggestions in it in terms of um, getting in touch with these feminine energies that exist here in our um, experience. And I loved um, seeing you list, um, you've listed a lot of different rituals, which I don't see in, in a lot of places. Can you, can you tell me what rituals mean to you and what, what you feel the importance of them is in this kind of work in connecting with um, angels and working with feminine energies? Yeah. Well, again, you, we don't need to do any rituals to invoke an angel. You can literally say, Archangel Michael, help me, <laughs> you know, if it's an emergency. We don't need to do all these rituals. However, if you have got the time, rituals are absolutely amazing. I've always performed rituals and I feel like it, it achieves several things. So one thing it does, it, it prepares you um, it prepares your energy, it raises your vibration, and it kind of switches something on. So the moment I light my candles, I light my incense, it's like my brain automatically knows, oh, this is meditation time, or this is time for going within. Um, so a ritual, it, it's more than a habit. It, it's about preparing the space, about honoring these beings that are coming in, and making sure that you are totally protected when doing that as well. So that, that's why I like to do the rituals. And I think as well, the more effort you put into something, the more you're going to get back out of it as well. Yeah. Using your attention. And what I loved was they weren't complicated rituals. I mean, some of them were just, you, you sage yourself and the environment and then you light a candle and then you, you know, visualize some intention around that. And um, so it doesn't have to be complicated with some simple tools you can begin to access these yeah. pathways in you right so um one thing i've been dying to ask you is, is because i know <laughs> you're you're probably someone who uh, who's in constant contact with with 
these types of energies, the feminine wisdom, the male wisdom, what is the one piece of advice or the one piece of message you keep receiving for you or others over and over and over again? The one thing, and this is probably the most difficult thing, it's so simple, is that everything is within everything. It's such a simple statement, but it's so profound if you sit and think about it. And again, it goes back to we've been trained that everything is out there at the end of this, when I've done that. But actually, it's about re rewinding and going within and, and everything is in there. Anywhere you can connect to any any time, any place, any being, it, it's all inside. And that is what I keep coming back to, um, especially because how women have been, you know, Eve and all this, <laughs> women are evil and women from sin and all that. Um, it, it's about another thing that keeps coming up as well is people um, owning their divinity, knowing that they are part of this higher. It's, you know, a, a lot of people thinking, oh, not me. Yeah, you, this is for everyone. And everyone's got an angel. Every, we all come from the same source. We're all equally divine. There's no race for enlightenment or anything. It's just a continuous journey, and we are one. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, what can they help us with, Angel? What can they help us with in your okay. experience? So people always ask me, what's the difference between the archangels and the archaea? So I used to work with archangels more than the archaea when I was younger. Um, and again, that's probably my conditioning that I need the masculine to protect me. So if I was scared of something, I'd call in Archangel Michael. If I needed to cut some energetic cords or uh, if I wanted something revealing, I'd ask Uriel. But the differences I find with the female archangels is they're helping us to embody this, these qualities so that we can do this ourselves. So they're re-empowering us in a sense. Where the masculine, it's kind of helped me to achieve this. The female archangels are, let's become this. So it's crossing that, that threshold. Which is interesting because we are... Um recording this in May within the quarantine. I, I don't know what your situation is over in the UK. I live in the US and we're, we're living in our lovely home, which is to me a symbol of that going with, like we're forced to go within and then find those uh, resources within to, yeah. um, to live and, and a thriving life within the conditions that we have. So, I, my friend said, um, this is what she learned at a Christian church, actually, that the month of May is after Mary. It's the month of Mary, which is the Divine Mother. So that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how, um, how can someone who hasn't done this before, who hasn't opened themselves up to the female energy of the archaea or the male energy of the archangels how can we do this so first of all you're going to want an intention so think about you can either think about something that you want help with i 
when people are starting from complete scratch, I always encourage people to learn about psychic protection, just so that you know how to shield your energy, because I think that's so important, uh, or to ground your energy. So maybe research an angel who you think could help you. A lot of people are drawn to Archangel Michael and Raphael. They tend to be the, the favourite archangels. Um, and you can literally say the name three times in a meditation in a meditative state and just say a prayer to them but in the prayer ask them to give you a sign so every time i ask spirit or angels for something i ask for validation in the external world so for example i teach a workshop um where people get the guardian angel's name so it's to meet your guardian angel and uh, so they, they receive the name. I don't tell them the names because I feel like that's disempowering. Anyone can tell you, oh, this is your angel's name. But if you get that name yourself, how amazing is that? It's empowering. And then I say, right, so you've got your angel's name. They've had, I've taught them how to have a dialect with this angel. And then in the next week, they ask for that name to be brought forward three times. So it could be um, they're going through Starbucks drive through and someone's got that name on a badge or there's a TV presenter, it can be, it can come in any way, you get a friend request on Facebook, but the name will come back. So if anyone wants to uh, communicate with an angel, ask for some kind of message or validation in the external, it could be a white feather, um, it could be a robin, you might see a spark, a flash of light in your peripheral vision, uh, but you will get that validation, it doesn't matter whether you can see them or not, you can still receive from your angel. Right. But then when you see that message, you sort of need to take action or, or stop and breathe or become like there's still something that that is left to you is my understanding of it. Right. It's not just. Yeah. So when you got your confirmation, that's just, you know, right. I've done it. <laughs> They've proved that was the name or this is the right message. And then it's just going back and doing it all the time. So I'll meditate every morning, connect with my angels, guides, ask, what do you want me to know today? I do that every day. Um, but you know, you don't have to do that. But if people did it, say once a week, then you're gonna start building something. You're gonna get a lot from it. It's like, you know, if you go to the gym once in six months, it's not gonna make a difference. But if you can get in two or three times a week, then that's gonna make a massive difference. And it's same with the angels. So the more effort you put in, the more you can silence your mind, allow them to come in. And even if you can't silence your mind and you're going through a really difficult period, you can still send out a prayer. You can still say a prayer, as simple as that. What do you feel is the biggest benefit for you of doing that, of having that consistent practice and of having that connection? Because the by being in touch with the angels all the time, it helps me to stay in a higher perspective. Um, so I have throughout life gone through periods where I've not meditated for three weeks or, you know, life's got in the way. I've got two children. Things happen. That is life. And when I am in them cycles of not tuning in, um, I... I'm more likely to maybe be triggered by things or take offense at things, be less positive. Um, so it has a detrimental effect 
by not tuning in. So even if you're in a really dark place and you're just still praying, angels, please come in today, they will do their best to orchestrate, to make this. I mean, they don't um, wave a magic wand and everything's gone because of course we need these lessons. It's for the evolution of our soul. Um, but knowing that you've got that support there and knowing that you're going to make it through this no matter what it is, is I feel just like a light that lifts, lifts you over these challenging times. Yeah. I find that for me, that meditation and that connection within and connection with the, the universe, I call it, it's this constant reminder of, okay, when I don't do that, it becomes easier to believe in the distractions, yeah. believe in the distortions, if you will, than, um, okay, like, let's, let's just come back to what's here. What's here is presence, awareness, and it's all, all a wave moving through us. Which brings me, me to, we're going through a huge wave collectively, <laughs> a huge tsunami. Um, how are you caring for yourself and your, for your family? I know you have a family, you have kids. Um, how are you caring for them at this time? Um, well, we're actually having a great time. <laughs> um, we've just been doing normal things. I'm very down to earth person, even though <laughs> um, I'm into all this stuff. I'm really down to earth. So we're just doing normal stuff. So today we've been in the pool, in the back, um, looking at, uh, we, we follow the medical medium. Uh, I don't know if you know who he yeah. is. So we're <laughs> detox today, we're doing that. Um, trying to do a bit of learning, schooly stuff, but not in the school way. So we've been making fruit animals, little hedgehogs out of pears and grapes. Art. We're just having loads of fun, to be honest. And not we don't have the telly on, um, not stepping into any fear or drama. We're just making the most of having this extra time together um, and just making sure that we're staying healthy by taking our supplements and eating healthy food and just enjoying it because this is just a phase and before we know it we're all going to be back busy like oh wish we were on lockdown now <laughs> <laughs> i hear you do you have any practices for you outside of that connection with with your angels and with yourself do you have any other practices of self-care self-healing for you um i actually practice martial arts um i do aikido which means the harmonious way of the spirit. I've done that for 20 years. Um, it's a bit like Tai Chi-ish, you know, with all the energy exercises. So I like to do that and I feel like that keeps me topped up. That's my time. Um, I also go to the gym as well. Um, so yeah, meditation every day, tuned into the angels and the, the physical stuff. Mm -hmm. And... Uh what do you recommend someone who might be deeply struggling at this time? Okay, so if someone is deeply struggling now, I would ask them to <clears throat> try and connect to either the guardian angel or an archangel. I mean, the perfect angel would be Archaea Aurora. She is the dawn of the goddess. And there's a little video about her on my YouTube channel. If anyone wants to connect to her, she is, 
she is that light that at the end of the tunnel she's like the phoenix medicine and she governs the solar plexus chakra which as you know if you know about chakras when you're feeling anxious and worried you spend and waste a lot of energy through this chakra it gets clogged up with other people's stuff and we waste it so when i look at someone who's in a deep state of fear you can see the energy kind of leaking out of the solar plexus so i would call her in and ask her to bathe your solar plexus you could if you don't even want to connect in an angel you can literally do it with the sun it's the same energy bring that sun energy into the solar plexus to just clear it out and gift you with a bit of peace ask for some peace to be restored within you that that is what i would say to anyone and just try and be mindful practice mindfulness and slowing down and yeah i just want to add to that i love what you said earlier you were just like we're just going about our life we're, <laughs> we're making the most of it and and i know that some of us feel privileged at this time to be in our joy to be in our um element almost and i just want to say that's okay that's allowed <laughs> that's what we need more of so feel free to just embody your joy do more of whatever brings you joy, including going out and, you know, taking some sun into your body, into your system. So just wanted to add that there. And what do you recommend other healers at this time? What do I re recommend to other healers? Yeah. 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 Um, self-care, practice good self-care and making sure because there is been a lot of extra fear around the planet and you know that's to be expected with what's going on a lot of people are panicking losing jobs losing their homes losing loved ones so there is um like all this mass fear um i would make sure you know when i've been doing readings and everything that i've really cut cords psychic cords with other people um because I feel like at this moment, more people are carrying more, more weight than they normally do. So just keep that clear. Um, I like having a shower and just imagining all that energy washing off. Or if it's really tough, I ask Archangel Michael to use his sword to sever energetic connections. So that, that's what I always say for healers. Practice your self-care, topping up yourself. You can't... Um, give from an empty cup so self-care and disconnecting and being being in the now and in, in, enjoying your family or whatever normal stuff yeah yeah and I, I I love what you said to me when we connected earlier you said all healing is self-healing do you want to speak to that a little bit yeah I think that um every All healing that you do, you know, I'm a true believer as as within, so without, as above, so below. Everything's a mirror. So if I'm healing myself, I'm healing the world. And every healing thing you do, it has a knock-on effect on, on everybody else. So I know um, if I've done my meditation, I'm in a good mood. My husband comes home and that good mood has a ripple effect on him. 
it has a ripple effect on the kids. Whereas if I wasn't doing that and I'm grumpy and I'm slamming the cupboard door, again, that energy has a, a, a knock-on effect on everybody else. Um, so I think every healing begins within yourself. And I think that healer, true healers allow the clients to understand that, to, to empower them to take charge of their health, whether that's through diet, taking responsibility. Um, did I answer that question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's um, what I'm hearing you say is like, we are in this process of becoming our own guru, becoming our own, I like to call lover and healer. <laughs> all at once which doesn't mean that healers become obsolete healers are there to guide in that journey and become witnesses when yeah. it's hard for you to witness yourself um which brings me to i know we didn't talk about this but i want to <laughs> i want to ask you if you would be open to sort of um walking us through maybe a mini meditation where whoever is wanting to connect with with us with the audience to give us some light if you will um and um connection with the archaea yeah well um one of the archaea has been coming through and uh, her name is christine and her name means follower of christ but i interpret that as follower of the christ light to me the christ light is the same as the buddha consciousness it's all the same energy they're just different labels and she's the angel of the crown chakra and the ability to perceive beauty in all things. And I felt her name's been coming into my head while we've been talking. So it must be her who wants yeah. to choose. And by the way, I didn't plan this at all. And as I was coming to the end of my, I'm like, we have you here. <laughs> How can we make the most of this? Okay. Okay. So if you all want to go and sit or lie somewhere comfortable and just closing your eyes down now and take a nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and as you exhale just allow the body to drop letting go of any tension that you may be holding in the forehead, in the jaw the shoulders, the belly, just totally letting go, sinking into relaxation and just become aware of your feet and allow your feet to make a connection, have the intention to connect with the divine feminine, the mother earth energies that flow beneath us and in the center of your feet, imagine beautiful diamond-like tree roots emerging from the soles of your feet, going down through the floor, deeper and deeper, fully grounding and connecting your energies to Mother Earth. And in the center of the earth, you see a beautiful green, emerald green light. And this is the heart of the mother. And if you feel so, 
allow your roots to connect onto this light and start drawing up like your tree roots are straws sucking up this divine healing mothering energy up through your roots through your feet and legs bringing it all the way up until finally it rests in the center of your heart and then set the intention to meet the beautiful Archaea Christine, the follower of Christ, the divine feminine Christ, the Magdalene Christ. And above your head is a beautiful golden orb of light. And just sense this healing light above you. And in your mind's eye, you may see this angel and just whisper three times, Archaea Christine, Archaea Christine, Archaea Christine. And a beautiful stream of golden light touches the crown of your head, the thousand petal lotus. And this light activates the higher mind, the goddess mind, the God mind, the angel mind within you, within your soul. And this golden light begins to purify the third eye chakra, washing away any limiting perceptions, any beliefs, that do not serve your higher purpose. Anything that blocks you from seeing the beauty in yourself and in all beings and all situations is now washed away from your mind. And the light travels down into the heart where it begins to mix and swirl with the golden light of Mother Earth that was resting in your heart and just visualize this light, this divine union, this blending of heaven and earth. Take a nice deep breath in. And as you breathe out, imagine this light shining out of your heart and into the room that you're sitting or lying. Think of a person or a place that you may like to send some love and healing to from the angels, it's angelic energy and mother earth energy. And we ask under the law of grace that this person or place may receive this divine wisdom and divine light and love And as you take a deep breath in, focusing once again on the heart, Archaea Christine reveals a message to you now. This could be a symbol, a word, or an image. 
trust the first thing that comes to mind. And now as she steps back, begin to close over the crown chakra. Imagine petals of light gently folding and closing, containing your sacred energies and your wisdom that you can tap into anytime you like. And then focusing once again on the feet, squeeze your toes, feel that earth beneath you, know that you belong here, you were invited here to experience this life, you have a divine purpose and you are fully supported all times, just remember to ask. And you can choose to bring in the roots or you can choose to leave them out, whichever you feel to do. And in your own time, just wiggle your shoulders and your hips and fingers, coming back into the here and now. Thank you so much. Oh my God, what a treat. It was so oh. powerful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh. And I have to tell you, that was, um, I was looking at the list of Arkea and um, Lady Christine was the one that was sort of lighting up for me. So, <laughs> so this was beautiful. Thank you so much. Which brings me to, you actually have an um, angel mystery school where yeah. you have some recorded meditations and a lot of um, learning opportunities. Um, tell us about that. Uh, so Angel Mystery School, um, I have online courses um, to commun angel communication is one of them. And then I've got a membership, an angel membership. It's a 13 month journey and uh, it only opens twice a year. So it's open in September and once a month you get um, a PDF, like 22 pages of the angel of the month who we're going to be working with. Um, you get a recorded meditation and we do a live masterclass. Um, we do loads of rituals. So if it's in bulk or Yule, we'll always do something around that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's Angel Mystery School. And it's, it's all self-development, but we cover all kinds, all kinds of things from working with crystals to getting to know the angels, developing your own psychic abilities uh, we, we do loads it's all on the website yes and i'm going to include that which is clairestone.co.uk we will include that um, i know that you also do psychic readings over the internet so that's available to the people i just want to say thank you so much is there anything else you wish to share with uh with us about you your work before we wrap this up um no, but I've just opened the book on a random page for a message. This is me, Oracle, and it's um, Archaea Charita. And Charity, she is the, um, her name means generous love of the goddess. And I think it's really perfect that I've just opened it on her now because um, we're at, it's actually Venus retrograde. And during this period now, 
um, a lot of things can come up that's unresolved from the past and the heart related issues. So um, traumatic relationships, childhoods, all this heart stuff. So charity's coming through and what it says on it is it's talking about a heart awakening and to stimulate the heart chakra, you could wear rose quartz crystal. So I just thought I'd share that with you. And, and it says, or you could wear rose essential oil. So maybe um, that's some advice from Lady Charity. She's coming in strong, especially around this retrograde, like I said. Um, so you could wear that oil, you could wear that crystal to help you if you are going through any heart healing stuff right now. Thank you so much. I could listen to you all day. Uh, <laughs> By the way, you also have, um, you do some Facebook lives occasionally where you answer questions. I've seen um, some lovely videos on your YouTube channel. So we'll, we'll mention that as well. Thank you so, so much, Claire, for your time, for sharing your light, your beauty, um, and making us aware of these divine feminine healing energies. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And I want to thank everyone for listening and for following this podcast. This is truly a product of love. So if this spoke to you, please share it with the people you love that um, you feel would be inspired by it. Um, and I also am sharing a couple of resources on my website. One of them is a, a resource called 12 questions to determine your energetic wounds. Like Claire was mentioning, if uh, going through this time, you find that some things are coming up to the surface for you to look at. You might be wondering why this is coming up or where this is coming from. You can go to my web website, a drop of om, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com and download that. And I'm also sharing two meditations that will help you on your healing journey right now. Thank you so much. <laughs>